1: this is a weird one because a lot of waldron's concepts are well covered and the cardinals disguise really well and they span into some wild stuff like a lot of like true like three double cloud and like um tampa 2 invert and Mm -hmm. then also played tight cover one and fire zone and lots of good stuff right but then they also gave up 31 points and they couldn't stop certain plays and i mean when you hear about a defense which is doing all that kind of disguise and is multiple and and has the different looks you the natural thing is it's sound and i mean it may be sound it may not be sound i think actually the cardinals biggest problem was they didn't have linebackers who could deal with the boot like basically what seemed to happen was <laughs> seattle come out in 13 personnel the c gap yeah. would go to one side and so the, the linebacker responsible for the c gap would bump into the a gap then that c gap would slide uh post snap across the line of scrimmage on the slide route and the linebacker would just stand in the a gap not rocking back with it yeah. like what are you yeah. doing here um <laughs> so that uh, was bad keying from the cardinals but and
2: the funny thing is is like it's not plays it's all keys because what mm-hmm. what made the routes work, like the routes were the same. What made the routes work was the combination of pre snap personnel alignments and then the initial backfield flow, like who's going where. But then, by the time the actual routes are out in the pattern, they're identical almost. You know, yeah, it's just hilarious.
1: And I felt the offensive line played okay. Like most of it was coverage sacks. They, they they were given good time for Gina. They bullied JJ Watt on the interior. JJ is they... so
2: done. It's sad to watch. But put him out. It's a name to
1: say they bullied.
2: Yeah, I bet it's sad. I mean, this game, I was I was like, oh man, he is like even last year he was still like a of average player. This year he's a jag. You can't separate him from Zach Allen sometimes. Oof. Um, sorry, JJ. The
1: uh, well, is that not because Zach Allen is also white?
2: that's exactly what i'm getting at but right. nothing else is you can't tell them apart so out of like out of your okay. periphery you'd be okay. like was that jj or zach because they're not doing anything on the field
1: okay so gino himself i felt there was perhaps one play where i felt that on that locket uh, crossing route where he took his he got whacked on the sack i felt he could have lofted that over the curl flat defender. That being said, that was that's after so he'd almost thrown a pick and he'd been pick six. So, in terms of risk, it's like we he, can't afford another turnover here.
2: He could have easily flipped his hips and hit two checkdowns though on that play. And I think, yep. I think he just. I mean, that, that's the play we can criticize him on for this game. Um, he had a checkdown there. I think he was just his clock was just thinking, "I've got that," and then it was like, oh, too late. No, yeah. I need to. Yeah. Um, good old g uh
1: and then that pick was bad on reflection I think what happened was he thought he thought the linebacker was covering the back out the backfield Mm. because he sees the linebacker the middle linebacker come down the off-ball guy come down immediately with the back out so I think he then looks to his conduct like some kind of high life thing on the outside and he still thinks the linebacker is coming out um now he then he looks at his back and there's no one on the back, so he throws it and it's actually the linebacker was being a rat, and the the whoever it was who picked it off, he was appealing with the running back, so he pass rushes, but if the running back's out, he takes him out of the backfield, and he did a good job just like latching onto the tackle before expanding. And he covered it out to pick six, and again that was bad on Gino. just to, needed to really check that a bit more carefully, but. You know that won't happen again. And then, yeah, some crazy good throws. Like the the throw to, you know, he's staring down uh, a dig front side. It's into Tampa to Inver. The window's almost there, and then he's feels the pocket collapsing around him. He can't wait on that one any longer. So the backside throws the curl route. Yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous throw on, on a big third down as well where he hits Noah fan and uh, it was quite early in the game but that, that was amazing and it then- was yeah go ahead well th- there was another great throw but i can't remember it was it was the, the backside
2: it. dig to to lock it on that third and sort of 14 third and yes 12?
1: third and fourth third and 14
2: yeah um it's funny when they run that play when Lockett is weak they run a dig when they run that play with when dk is weak they run a curl um that is funny and it's like it's the same concept, um, really, but um, yeah, and so this was uh, the dropback game. This game was more pure, like kind of Shanny McVeigh, like as we've seen it in recent iterations this past few years. Um, and the reason why they haven't done a lot of it, they've certainly done it, but they haven't done as much of it as maybe we thought going into the, into the season. Is because they realize they have a quarterback that can just dunk on people, so like you don't need to, you know, s- slice and dice in that way. But really, so was
1: the shani McVay thing a safety blanket because Waldron couldn't get a beat on what exactly Arizona was because of how weird the defense kind of is?
2: Um, I mean, maybe, but he also knows that they do enough. spot dropping that windows are there yeah and with and even though even though they can test those windows when you've got a quarterback who can execute really highly within those plays um you you can just out execute them you can just be better than them at what they're doing um and uh it's really great that noah Fant is joining that chorus because along with decan tyler because one it's another guy on the field that can do it but that's kind of that's what that's what really takes him from being a talent that you can scheme up in the play action game to really being a useful piece of your drop back game. Um, And, you know, Shane Waldron has said, you want three threats. You want it for play action sake, but you also want it for the drop back game. Um, And, and Gino, the quarterback, knowing that they've got that guy in the progression, because he's the last round of the progression. So, um, maybe not the last one, but the second to last one anyway, Gino, knowing that he's got him there. Like if, if I can just trust my eyes, read what the technique is of the defender, that Mike goes strong. I know if I snap weak, I've got no Fant there. And he, that's part of why he was so confident in the pocket there. And he didn't freak out, even though he got literally got bumped, um, throws the ball with his shoulders square to the line of scrimmage. It's because he knows in his head, the play is going to work if I stick with it. So, um even when under duress so that that's just high level stuff and really who it reminded me of the most was philip rivers because rivers would do shit like that all the time where yeah you'd be like
1: what how 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 is that yeah
2: he's you know like
1: while screaming about something
2: right right in his southern twang and then he just pulls off a throw and it's like in structure, but he's at the same time in Philip Rivers' own way creating at the same time. Like Gino's creating there, right? Even though it's in structure and all that stuff. Um, so it, it's it's really cool to see that. Um, the The other big, well, I think there are two other pieces of this game. When they offensively, when they had success, well, you talked about all the the play action slide stuff, but they came out in heavy personnel. They kind of focused that a little bit more in the first half. Whereas that was more of a second-half game plan adjustment in the first Cardinals game. So clearly they just went back to the well. They went back to what worked. And yeah, um, it still
1: works. <laughs>
2: and it, it, Yeah, and it still works. They they clearly, for the reasons we talked about, they clearly can't correct to it. So um, it kind of takes so, them out of their game a little bit because they, they want to pick apart passing indicators. That's what they want to – that's what Vance Joseph ultimately wants to do. And his answer for the boot is blitzing it. Um, when he doesn't have a blitz called, they clearly uh, clearly have no idea what they're doing. Waldron realized that and just exploited that element all game long. Yeah, that was um, when, when they're an under center. But then the other piece of this, unless you have another comment you want to jump in, was when they did go into dropback situations and they did show pressure or indeed send pressure. The first Cardinals game, they just couldn't quite beat it. If they did read it out, they couldn't block it up Gino couldn't get the perfect throw off or maybe they they didn't protect right the running back didn't pick up the right guy if it was full slide and he had to find him or you know it was uh essentially forcing man protection the running back just has to find the unblocked dude um this was a game where they spent like I feel like more time pre-snap um against their pressure looks to try to really suss it out and figure out who's coming who isn't and then Gino just getting to the open guy. Like multi like a couple of those a couple of those conversions where they had, especially after the after the interception where they really got rolling, um, it was just Gino hitting hitting quick gains um and, and finding out who the blister is, finding out essentially where the flat defender isn't and and getting the ball out for little short gains to move the chains.
1: Great stuff. And so what do you think of Kenneth the Walker? Because I, I... I we said about how perhaps he'd missed some holes in the post game uh reaction
2: he so he I definitely tape... didn't he definitely did not in the final drive yes final two <laughs> right. Drives. Right. I mean I he think found the tape everything
1: showed probably less than the broadcast suggested I think the run blocking had its moments of you know just run blocking being a bit random and needing mm-hmm. kind of perfection at times but um the, the egregious one was when he didn't follow the fullback through um, down at the goal line, one of the goal line inside the red zone, because that would have been a first down. Uh, well, a touchdown, but he just kept bouncing it and there was a crease there. But yeah. I mean, it, I, it was nowhere near as bad as I think it may have looked yeah. on the broadcast. And then that final drive was unbelievable. Yeah. What, and they mixed in counter in an interesting way for him.
2: Oh, did they? try yeah. to remember well sorry, we'll, sorry we'll go power, on. power
1: i mean power it's like okay yeah yeah you know i, mean no, no, I, I remember that i
2: know yeah. um they pulled a guard um, they did can confirm yeah. he running backs don't or linebackers don't know what to do with him in between the tackles when he's at his best because he will if it's uh he'll 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 follow the block as needed but then when they're thinking they need to when he's pressing uh, his initial gap The linebackers are thinking, okay, do we need to fall back for this? His ability to hit the front side gap that opens up at the speed that he does when he's not like full go is just crazy. And the linebackers can't track how fast he's actually moving. Like I don't think – it's one thing to not be able to catch up with him, but as far as their eyes go, I don't think they're expecting him to go that fast. And before it's too late before they realize it. Um, Some of those runs that he had where he's just kind of like – he's like progressively like bouncing front side off of his blocks as they continue to climb it was like the plays over before they even know it. And um, you can almost kind of see the surprise on their, in their body language, trying to defend it. And it was crazy. It's like, that's what we've seen all the explosive runs already. Right. But those, those like four to 12 yarders that we're seeing, not that they're going to be 12 yards every time, but th- that's the optimized version of, of his skill set in between the tackles. And that's really exciting because I think we're going to see more of that from him in addition to those home runs that we get feels like one to two of a game where he's hitting something 20-plus yards. Um, So, yeah. Yeah.